Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 19096 podcast. I'm John, and he is my brother, Rick. Say hi, Rick. Hello, Rick. We are lifelong Eagles fans, and this is a podcast about being an Eagles fan. The heartbreak, the joy, the heartbreak, and more heartbreak as an Eagles fan. We've seen it all. Miracle at the Meadowlands, Bounty Bowl, Body Bag Game, Fog Bowl, Bounty Bowl, Bounty Bowl, Bowl 2, Miracle at the Meadowlands 2. Any others? Did I miss any? What other big games? The Fog Bowl. Fog Bowl. Super the Bowl Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl, lots of bowls. Um, the Super Bowl, the 1981 Super Bowl the, where we lost, the Super Bowl where we won. And then the... We've seen, we've seen it all. And then the, um, what I like to call the urinal bowl is the game I went to, my first Eagles game, where they were not using the urinal. Let's just put it that way. That's inappropriate. <laughs> okay, so, Mom. Th- yeah, oh, yeah. There are tons of there are tons of football pack podcasts out there. So, you know, let me tell you what we are not. We are not X's and O's. We're not chalk talk. We're not fantasy. We're not betting insight. We're just two brothers living a life as Eagles fans, which, as I said before, is you know full heartbreak. Um, we're not so, X. Wait, we're not X's and O's. No hugs and kisses. Uh, uh we're hugging. Well, no, we're Eagles fans. We're batteries and uh, snowballs. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Um, I'm broadcasting live from the uh, the McDonald's in, in from Petaluma, an, California. From, from an undisclosed location? Uh, it's very disclosed. It's a brand new McDonald's. It's glorious. It's glorious. I actually ran inside and uh, got myself a Diet <laughs> Coke and hooked in, and we're, uh, we're off and running. Little little thing I, I appreciate, though. I, ha- I did have to go to the bathroom as I ran in there, and as I walked in the door, I got the uh, the courtesy throat clearing by the guy in the stall as to say, don't come in here. I'm in here taking a dump, which I didn't need to take one, but I appreciate the uh, the, the courtesy signal to uh, say, hey, uh, I'm in here. So I, I appreciate people who are aware like that. So anyhow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's good. Yeah. So we're, we're, uh, we're on every Wednesday, 530 PT, 830 Eastern time. Um, every week for now until eternity, maybe. Um, but we'll see how well we hold out. Um, yeah, so that's it. Uh, Rick, anything else to add before we get into this past week's game? Uh, no, I got a lot of stuff to talk about. So, um, I am excited, uh, for today's uh, episode. Let me me jump in real quick and say, I know the one thing you won't be talking about this week that you talked about last week, punters. Why? Uh, <laughs> that's because. actually my number one thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, well, then dig in. There's lots to talk about there. Yeah, you know, when teams go into a big game, they always want to take their best player, their best asset out of the game. And if you saw the game against Dallas, our best player was our putter. And I have to hand it to the Chiefs. They took our putter out of the game. So um, our best player from the week before did, well, if you want to count holding for extra points and field goals, um, which, you know, does that really count as playing? Um, I don't think so. But, um, yeah, no punts this week. Yeah, 
So here is my thought. So if we talk about, you know, last week, you know, like you said, it was the punter, uh, really talented guy, arguably our best player. He didn't play. Um, I'm trying to think who would we want to talk about this week who would be, quote unquote, our best player who would not show up in the game this coming week. Uh, my vote might be Eric Wilson. As poorly as he played, we may be uh, better off just talking about how great he is and he doesn't show up because, really, I could have played linebacker uh, for the Eagles this past week and done better. Uh, well, I think it's more like we should name players who aren't the player of the week, right? Uh, uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, that's a good – well, so – That might be easier. Yeah, right? that might be easier. Um, well, speaking. Uh, yeah, so Miles Sanders had some more touches than he did last week, so that was good. Um, yeah, barely. Lane Johnson did not play. Uh, Still unknown why. Uh, the people say, people say, I have heard. Breaking news here, people, folks. You heard it here first. <laughs> exactly. He may have gotten popped for roids again, which would not be good. So which basically would put him out for. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I was a, trying to look that up. Yeah. yeah. It's the third time. I don't know how that fits into the new CBA that they have and all that, but no matter how, what stacks up, it's not good, but that's just hey, the new CB, new CBA. He, he could be getting a half a million dollar bonus for being on roids. You never know. in these uh, clauses that are tucked in there now. Exactly. Um, let's see some other players that weren't uh, play of the game. Actually, I don't want to be so negative. I think that really the theme of the game this past week was um, the Chiefs scored touchdowns, all touchdowns, right? Um, and so we sad. could only manage, what, three TDs and four field goals. So um, I think that's how yeah, it worked and the, out. And the what? The one drive they had where they didn't score a touchdown – uh, Mr. Mahomes thought he had a free play, which he didn't, and so he threw a lousy pass. Correct. So he thought Correct. he thought he was just slinging Sammy Ball there for a second because he had a free play, but he was wrong. Um, but yeah, against the Chiefs, you got to score touchdowns, right? You can't you can't yeah. get field goals. I'm uh, pretty sure the Chiefs may have played with only ten offensive players too, and still played that well. I mean, I don't think did Travis Kelsey even touch the ball. Uh, not much, not much. Um, he, he was very limited. If the game, if the plan was to limit him, um, they did a good job, but I think also I was yeah, looking at, yeah. you know, the Eagles offense inside the 20, um, they had 17 plays inside the 20 and gained 46 yards. They had six drives inside the 20. Um, and they had four penalties inside the twenties inside the 20 for 25 yards. That kills you. And Gainwell had four touches inside the yep. 28 uh, for 28 yards and one TD. I mean, you take him out of the equation and you know, it was pretty pathetic in the inside the 20. And yeah. uh, obviously, you know, if you can't score inside the 20, you're going to be kicking field goals. So we got to, got to work on that one. So that was from against, yeah. Against a defense who gave up a shit ton of touchdowns in the red zone. Jonathan, I've warned you about using language. You're going to break your mother's heart if you continue. Sorry, Mom. 
Um, also, yeah, I a, another theme that I see emerging, you know, four games in is uh, penalties. Uh, the Eagles are the the yeah, highest yeah. penalized team in the league. They've got, uh, or we, as in the Eagles, have 44 penalties. The second most is Tampa Bay at 34. So that's not good. That's actually very surprising. Yeah, that is. Hey, they're in good company, right? They're in company with right. the former Super Bowl champs. So good on them. Good on the Eagles. Good on us. Right, right. But yeah, 15 pre-snap penalties. Um, so that's, <laughs> that's awesome. That that's is just, pathetic. I, here's the that's thing I don't bad. understand, like, they talk about on shows are like, oh, they got to clean that up. They got to do this. They got to do that next week. I would love to know. Maybe there's someday we can get a former football player. What in the hell would they do at practice that week to reduce it down from like 15 penalties to four? Like, there's no <laughs> drill out there that's like, you know what? Let's just let's work on the hands drill or let's work on this drill. Let's work on the gauntlet. Like, you know what? That'll fix our penalty. Like, I think it's just. Just, how do you? That's basically saying how do you fix bad coaching? I don't know what. I... Right, right. Well, I think I think also there's always going to be you know some penalties in a football game. You know, blocking in the back on punts, right? Yeah. When you don't Old. have punch, you don't have uh, you don't have that excuse. But yeah, I mean, when you have that many pre-snap penalties, I mean that's just execution, right? The physical penalties, like you know, you get called for holding. You know, you probably call holding on every play in the NFL, but. Um, yeah, I mean, unforced errors, like that, like, hey, know the snap count, right? Don't jump off sides, right? Get yep. the play in, yep. you know, delay. don't have a delay of game. Stuff that you can control, right? So Yeah, because yeah, the penalties were false start, defensive illegal contact. That's McLeod, his, his first game back, so I'll give him a pass on that. Uh, illegal formation, Dillard twice. I mean, that's just someone who just doesn't know the plays, right? Holding, you don't know the plays, or you just played poorly. Roughing the passer, I mean, that's just Barnett. Barnett's a jackass. Um, yeah, but I'm with you. I would like to know what they say, how they exactly clean that up. <laughs> I know. Right? They, they say clean they that up. like the press conference. Like, yeah, we just got to clean that up this week. We got to clean that uh, up. Okay. Uh, what is that? That's like, the plate, that's like the plate, say, plate way of saying, next question, please. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I think they just, um, play, they just play like a young team, both coaches and players. I mean, because really, like, right. Jalen is in his he, – he's a, he's a rookie quarterback. I mean, let's face it. He plays like a rookie quarterback who's halfway through his first season. Um, right. Who, right. No, but see, and I liked how they came out, and, you know, they seemed to be, like, very focused on offense, and they went, you know, right down the field. Um, you know, they definitely had – uh, some momentum going there, and I was uh, yep. bullish, and it was going back and forth there for a while. Um, but yeah, they just couldn't keep up with the high octane offense of Andy Root. I mean, I swear to God, every time I looked up when the Casey had the ball, it was for eight yards, eight yards, eight yards, eight yards, twelve yards, eight yards, nine yards. They're always second and two. I'm like, oh, that's right. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and just for the record, I still think it was the right thing to get rid of Andy Reid years ago. So, um, just saying. Yeah, times your times yours. Yeah. <laughs> um, they said to, they said to Andy Reid at the end, times yours. <laughs> yeah. Is that oh is that a Joe DeCamera thing? No. No, no. That but that's the thing. That's what Jeff Lurie said to Andy Reid. Times yours. Like goodbye. Oh. Right? oh. Hasta la vista. 
Yes. Yes. Um, so that's, yeah. That, so, you know, I was a little encouraged. Um, I think we played better. Uh, you know, rel- I, I'm not a big moral win guy, but I think we played better than we played in the Dallas game. But um, we still have ways mm-hmm. to go. Right. Yeah, I'd say the, I mean, I'll say the one thing that did make me feel better about the game this past week was uh, the Phillies just rolling over in Atlanta. Um, but, you know, that's not saying much. But I digress. Yeah. Yeah, the Phillies. Uh, that's, yeah. An, yeah. Once again, we, there is like this ominous cloud over the Philly sports scene. And it might continue for a while. The uh, Phillies went down to Atlanta and basically, you know, got spanked. And got spanked right out of the uh, the playoff uh, scene, uh, but they just kind of faltered in the last ten days. Then we got the Sixers and the whole Ben Simmons saga. Uh, um, yep, that keeps going. Yes, um, he's going nowhere. And um, yeah, I think I think the big thing there is they're not they're just going to say we're not going to do anything with you, right? Just sit on the sideline. You're not going to report. Yep, yep, until we get a good offer. Yeah, you're not going to report. They they're they've now started to withhold his money, which is, I think the right thing to do. If I don't show up for work, I don't get paid. So, uh, yeah, that's true. Unless I put PTO in my uh, time card, then I do get paid. Yeah. I I, I yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't think that Ben Simmons is putting, he has a a bunch of PTO saved up that he could just put in his times card. No, no, he's exhausted his PTO. Yeah. Yeah. He's out. He's in the negative. (laughs) Um, Oh, uh, I was going to say one thing relative to the previous week. Um, the Cowboys, yes, you know, Monday Night Football crew versus the, the Fox crew. Uh, the Fox crew was definitely more enjoyable than Monday night. Monday night, I just I find intolerable now. I was watching them the other night. And they just I, feel, I just feel like I'm getting yelled at. Um, I think Greg Olson and I think it was a Burkhart, Kevin Burkhart. Just solid, nothing special. You know, it's well, kind of like a McDonald's hamburger as I'm sitting in McDonald's. Solid, nothing special. There's a lot of people out there who compete with me on that who says McDonald's hamburgers are all for awful, but I, I, I'm open to you know having that conversation. But I, I think they're wrong. What? So you're saying when you said the other night when I was watching Monday Night Football? Do you think? Do you mean? Um, did you mean to say Monday night? I meant to say last night. Well, that would be Tuesday night football. Night? Oh, today's Wednesday. Today, today oh, is Wednesday. Yeah. Today is Wednesday. Yes. Oh, oh well. Um, anyhow, yeah. No, I'm not a big fan of um, that. But I will let you know, John, that this week it is Joe Davis and Greg Olson uh, for our announcing crew at Carolina. Who? Are they just using Greg Olson because he's a Carolina guy? Yeah, why don't we have an Eagles guy on these? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, do we have a? I don't think we have a, a Philly guy. No, I think the closest uh, any of the broadcasters had were was. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Mark Mark Sanchez is now doing uh, <laughs> broadcasting. Ah, Jesus, <laughs> that's the closest thing we have. I'd actually. Yeah, right. Second closest would be Jay Feely. That would be AJ Feely's brother. I swear to God, we had another, we had one player in there who was doing it. Anyway, I guess I'm wrong. Yeah. 
Um, but, oh, and the last thing I had, uh, uh, sideline reporters during NFL broadcasts are pointless. I just don't understand that. Why they keep, I just, the reports, yeah, that guy tuned in, I'm like, mute. Yeah, it's like it's yeah, it's basically like it's it, it you know the injury reports yeah, but like the halftime stuff is stupid. It's like we got to score more points than the low team. Yeah, uh, what do you think about running the ball? We have to do that better. You know, it's like I don't know who it's more painful for the audience or the coach. <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm I, I I'm going to be partial and say it's probably the audience. But the coach usually looks like he's pretty much in pain asking, answering those questions. Right, right. I I agree. Uh, so we uh, what are we what are we moving on to here? Oh, I was Yeah, yeah. One more thing though, I will give uh, Mr. Sirianni credit uh, on a third and short, third and one. They did do a sneak. Thank you for not tossing the ball backwards three yards. When you only got to get one, that was the only other thing I just wanted to kind of throw out there. Hey, John, John common sense. Is uh, yeah, common. no, I know, I know. Um, we we got. Uh, do we have time for calls? I wonder if does anyone do we have any callers available? Uh, let me check on the board. Do we have a board? No, I don't think we have a board. I think they're just all a bunch of listeners. Boo. Oh. oh well. Let's uh let's move on to the Wentz. So uh next up is the uh the Wentz tracker. So this is our weekly check-in to see uh how the draft picks are looking. Uh cur- currently uh yes. on the current uh CBS uh this this is not um this is not a CBS promotion, but it's on the CBS Sports Line uh website. Uh the Eagles currently have pick nine, which is their pick. <laughs> Uh, uh, by the way, this is depressing that we're already talking picks. Um, if the Eagles would win some games, we probably would not have this segment, but alas. Uh, pick 11, which is the Dolphins. And pick 14, which is the Colts. So at this point, uh, Carson has played 270 snaps. Um, and I revised my kind of estimated number of snaps in a 17-game season up based on the number of snaps now so far this year. Uh, which is basically up to 1,169, which puts him at, if we were to stop playing today, no more uh, no more snaps for Carson, he'd be at 23%. So uh, generally speaking, we're on a, a good pace. I think he's, he's played about 96% of the snaps. So uh, if he keeps this going for about another uh, six or seven games, I think we'll be in good shape getting that first pick. Yes. Um Yes, by my, you know, I did some serious algebra on this. We actually do use algebra after uh, high school, but um, 270 snaps out of 275 for 98.2%. So, yeah, we are, after four games, we are tracking uh, very well. And then I even went to a new level, not only looking at his snaps, um, but I started to look at uh, the teams and where they will finish. For example, the Colts, right? The Colts are one in three. They play the Ravens, yep. the Texans, the Niners, the Titans, the Jets, the Jaguars, the Bills, Buccaneers, Texans, Patriots, Cardinals, Raiders, Jaguars, right? They're, they are not even going to be 500, right? So, uh, yeah. 
And then Miami is just basically, you know, the same thing. I think these guys are going to win five or six games. And, you know, we could very well end up with, you know, three top 10 picks, knock on wood. I say that as, um, yeah, uh, as I'm sure, um, you know, Carson Wentz is probably doing something to injure himself because I'm probably missing myself. So you, you, you want to know where my brain goes as soon as I say you say we have top. This is so this is Eagles fandom in a nutshell. I hear <laughs> top ten picks. I'm like, yeah, that's going to be effing awesome. You know what? I bet you somewhere in the CBA, if you're one of your players is caught for a third time doing steroids, you lose your top two picks. I, yeah. I think I, you're right. I don't know. I'm just waiting for it. It sounds too good to be true that the Eagles are going to have three top 10 picks. I'm just waiting for total disappointment. But I know someone who does have right. an opinion on that, and that is Topher from Berwyn. I think we're going to take his call. Let's bring him on. Berwyn, Pennsylvania, you are on the air. Mute your phone and let's talk. Oh, look at that. I can unmute. Well, thanks. For, what say thanks you, Topher my from Berwyn? I, I joined a little bit late, and I was just wondering as to your thoughts on the uh, the lack of running. I believe they ran the ball maybe three times this game and, and then three of the previous game. Uh, when you're sitting in the end zone seats and you see them on the three-yard three line and they attempt a, you know three passing plays, you start questioning why they wouldn't just do a quarterback sneak for four downs in a row and jam it in the end zone. But uh, I think it, I think it's all. So here's here's my kind of take on this is, and I understand kind of what their approach was dealing with Mahomes and you know an amazing offense, generational and all that kind of crap they talk about. I think the 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 approach should have been the best way to keep an offense like that at bay is to keep them off the field. And how do you do that? You run the ball and you chew the clock up. That's what I would have done. That's I just give me four yards I agree with you. and keep them off the field. They should have had four possessions, one each quarter, and that's it. But you know they got pass happy and they wanted to kind of give Jalen Hurts the ball and let him sling it around like old slinging Sammy ball. But um, that you know that's that's another cliche. I think we should. Yeah, uh, I know. Uh, I'll add that to it. Yeah, slinging Sammy ball is gone. I mean. We had it, it's we had a, it's unbelievable. We had eleven we had eleven rushes, uh, not counting Jalen Hurts's eight carries. So we don't know if those were you know scrambles or what have you. So uh, well, it gets to the three that I thought it was. Yeah, I just uh, it's uh, it's Doug Peterson reincarnated. I mean, you got to run the ball. You've got yeah, running backs. Uh, well, it, it's not Doug Peterson reincarnated. We know who's calling the plays. It's Jeff and uh, Howie. Yeah, Jeff and Howie, yeah. Yeah, because uh, prolific offenses put puts butts in the seats. What we need is those three guys, the year they won the Super Bowl, to stand outside the NovaCare Center with their sign that says, run the ball. Because I, I remember the week they did, I think it was like week three or week four that year. I remember seeing the news. Those guys were out there. They are returning from like a, a, a road loss, and they had that sign, run the ball. And like the next week and from there on out, they went on like their seven-game win streak. So interesting. Yeah. Well, the fans, well, the fans in the stadium uh, were chanting around the ball. So it wasn't. Uh, were you I there, was, Topher? It was my son's first game. And uh, 
Uh-huh. How do you like it? He now, he now knows now that fan. they should have run the ball. <laughs> does Does he also know some four letter words? Uh, maybe a few, but he usually hears them from John when he listens to this podcast. Hey, don't worry, Topher, don't worry. We'll clean that up. We'll clean that up. Uh, All right. Perfect. Yeah, we'll clean it up in post, as they say in my world. (laughs) Okay, good. What world is that? Well, he is a senior producer Uh, for 2KY, Y2K. For Y2K, yes. I'm in charge of taking down the entire internet by accident in the year 2000. Y2K, exactly. Um, All right. Well, thanks for yeah. taking my call. You guys are doing a fantastic job. Hey, thanks, Topher. Feel free to call in anytime. Your free coaster is on the way. It's in the mail. We'll send you a tracking number. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, you bet. Thank you, caller. Um, let's see. Where were we? That was great for Topher to call in. Topher's quality person, taking his son to a game and teaching him how to be a, a Redskins fan by watching the Eagles play like dog shit and lose so good on you buddy <laughs> um speaking of which let's get into a man fail or also well what we call man fail which actually is uh in most other podcasts called fan mail um this question comes from dave from indy do you miss carson and if so what do you miss the most rick i'll throw this to you do you have any uh, initial response on that one uh, uh no i don't no, I don't. I thought Dave was going to say, would you like Carson back? Well, but, that's a good question. Rick, what's the answer? But they didn't get a win this week. Yeah, that's true. Would you like Carson back at this point? No. No hesitation yeah. there whatsoever. Uh, yeah, I agree. I don't know if uh, Jalen is our future, but I definitely know that Carson Wentz is not our future. He is gone. Yeah. Done. He. Yep. Um. Not a not a big fan of Carson Wentz. Like I was, I was a fan there for a little bit, but he's too too injury prone. You know, holds on to the ball too long. Um, he irritates our father uh, by throwing the ball too high or too low, and uh, he irritates uh, your sister in law too much with his <laughs> weird platitudes and you know so. Carson Carson Wentz, yeah. So I'm sick Carson of Carson Wentz. I got uh, sick and tired of his uh, press conferences after the game saying, "I have to do better. I can play better. Oh, God. I have to do better." Oh my god! Well, we had a couple of years of that, and he never got yeah. better. So, yeah, yeah. All right. Next piece of mail comes from Christian in Danville. He he wants to play a game of word association. His word, or actually words, this week is Chip Kelly. Rick, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear Chip Kelly? UCLA. Oh. Yeah, he is the head coach at UCLA. What's their record right now? I think it's an okay record, right? Uh, let's get our research department on that. Raf? Raf, what's the, what's the, what's UCLA's record right now? <laughs> well, he must be out to lunch. Uh, my, my initial reaction uh, when I saw this actually was fraud. Um, so I'll just leave it at that. UCLA is, uh, three and two, three and two. Three and two. Oh, I think this is the first time they've been above 500 after five games in, in quite a while. Right. Uh, uh, they beat, beat Hawaii and LSU. This is Chip Kelly for you. Beat Hawaii and LSU two and zero. lose to Fresno state. 
beat Stanford, lose to ASU. Yeah, that is nonsensical. Yes. Yeah. And they play the mighty Arizona Wildcats this weekend. Bear down. Bear down. Bear down. And Arizona is now, uh, what, a 19 consecutive game losing streak. Mm. <laughs> they're bearing down, all right. I just, they're bearing down on the wrong thing. Yes, exactly. Uh, not this. All right. Our next, yeah, our next piece of man fail uh, comes from Steven from Berwyn, which just happens to be the same town as Topher, our previous caller. He says, what makes you qualify to talk Eagles? Well, nothing. Absolutely nothing. We just, it's a free country, and we're allowed to talk Eagles. That's right. Freedom of speech. Yes. And we watch the size of it. Read it, own it, live it, read it. No, we were were both born in the 19096, Topher's hometown. Um and thus, if you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan, you are quali- you are an expert football fan. Yes. It also, too, you, you also become an expert uh, in the medical field as soon as one of the, a key player is hurt on the Eagles. So you know everything about uh, orthopedics, ligaments, shoulders, hands, wrists. That's the amazing part about being a football fan, folks. If your favorite player gets hurt, you are now officially a medical uh, professional. Yes. Yeah, you, uh, if you are an Eagles fan, you're very well-versed in uh, the concussion protocol. You know, all the ins and outs yep. of that concussion protocol. The blue, the blue tent, the blue tent of death. Uh, hamstrings, ACLs, Achilles, all that good yep. stuff. So, yeah, we know it all. We know it all, all too well. All too well. All right. Well, that's man. That's man fail for the week. Just a quick reminder to all our listeners: we're on live every Wednesday, five thirty Pacific, eight thirty Eastern. Uh, come join the fun. We love our listeners. Uh, not all of them, but most of you guys. Not all of them. Raph, eh, Raph is a listener from last week and this week. You know, he still has a lot to prove. But uh, uh, next segment for us is the NFL roundtable. This is a new segment for us, but after uh, you know watching watching some uh, uh, some Jaguars news and Urban Meyer, I just had to bring this up because this guy is <laughs> this is just <laughs> it's just unbelievable what this guy's done. And I mean, the question I have for you, Rick, will he make it to the end of the season? Um, I have I suspect. There might be calls being placed to a one Doug Peterson. Uh, yeah. I would, I, I predict that Doug Peterson's name will be on the Jacksonville Jaguars shortlist. But yeah, he he's not going to stick around there. I mean, you know, the owner saying he has to earn back his trust and all that stuff. Yeah, it's not a good, it's not a smart thing to. I mean, what a colossal disaster. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, you know, you're, you're calling this segment a NFL round table. Well, that's what Urban Meyer could have used the other night as a table between him and. Yeah, he, he needs to yeah, stay, stay away from the uh, bar stool, stick to the tables. Kids, don't Google Urban Meyer right now. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. you can Google, Google Urban Meyer, but do not click on images. Or play. Don't hit the play button. Don't hit the play button. Exactly. Exactly. Um, other news and notes from around the NFL. 
Uh, I did watch the Eli Manning show, um, which was uh, interesting for about four minutes, and I had to move on. So um, see where that goes. I think he's an interesting personality, but, you know, uh, I could tell that they, they edit the heck out of that show. There's so many breaks in the audio that they clearly uh, uh, are trying to find their footing. A lot like us. I get it. So we'll see. Yes. Um, yeah. Other NFL news. I saw where Stefan Gilmore was let go by the Patriots, picked up by the Panthers. Oh. But oh, he can't play this weekend. So that's uh, that's fine by us. Oh, um, okay. But I also saw that... Um, the Eagles were close to having a deal. Ertz for Stefan Gilmore. That would have been interesting. But um, yeah. oh, that would have been interesting. So, oh. anyhow, maybe um, you know we can work them out, or uh, you know maybe pick them up. And then also that Jalen Smith out of Dallas. He just got let go. Yeah, he's yeah he he. I think he's signing with um, uh, Turds. I, I could have. He, he's close. Oh, he's close to signing with the Packers. Is what I saw last. So oh, okay. we'll see what happens there. We could use the help at linebacker, that's for sure, because we don't have linebackers, evidently. We just have defensive linemen and a bunch of DBs, and that's it. And you know, we never miss a chance to goof on a um, Dallas Cowboy. Uh, but that offensive lineman, Lyle Collins, is now suing the NFL. And um, oh, he was the idiot who bribed. Allegedly, allegedly. Um, yes, thank you. We we, uh, we don't have a lawyer on staff yet, so thank you for doing that. Soon, once we get that that new sponsorship deal. But sorry, carry on. Allegedly, he uh, he missed a couple drug tests and then bribed the drug test taker or um, attendant. Well, I don't know exactly what you call those people, but um, yeah, and he got suspended for five games. I, he, you know, he's just being a team player. He knows how much he means to the team. He's in a sticky situation. What are you going to do? He already tried the whole not showing up thing. So, you know, he had a couple bucks in his pocket. He was in a desperate situation. I get it. I get it. But Brian, I guess he has a hard time figuring out what's the wrong thing. Doing drugs, probably not a good thing. Bribing the drug guy, probably not a good thing. Like, not not exactly a high uh, football IQ there. Yeah, or just a yeah high moral IQ or moral compass. Kids, don't do drugs. The more that you know. Exactly. Exactly. Um, anything else for roundtable this week? Uh, one other thing on a follow up on that, like if you if you're an NFL player and you get tested for drugs. You know, you get te- you can get tested up to six times. Do you like if you get tested? Then is it like, oh my gosh, I just got tested? Like, go out if you're going to do drugs. Like, that's the night to do them. Like, right after you get tested. I wonder if that's ever been done. But about that. So, uh, uh, plainfully admit that I think Chris Sims is actually a uh, a good listen, and he basically said that like you got to be an effing idiot to get caught like there's so much advanced warning you know when the test is coming blah 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 blah. if you get caught with it then you're just not paying attention so and he's a pretty smart guy i think he knows the drill um so i think you know someone just uh uh and this you know unfortunately goes with uh if the rumors are true allegedly uh our boy lane uh just evidently just lost his calendar this month so 
hopefully that's not the case. Um, you know, it happens. You know, you lose your uh, your what do they call it? Your folio. What were those things called? Your address books back in the day. Your file of facts. Your palm. He lost your palm pilot. Yeah, he lost his palm pilot. His file of facts, and he just lost track of like how many uh, how many days until his uh, test. But you know, it happens. His he lost his Franklin planner. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, let's take a look at it next week versus Carolina. Um, I'll be honest. I saw Sam Darnold and I said, Oh, we may have a chance, but I don't know. I don't know much about Carolina this week. So, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping for a win maybe kind of. Yeah. So, uh, McCaffrey's out, which is good. Um, Right now, the Eagles are a three-and-a-half-point underdog, and we're on the road. So I think that tells you, um, not that the Vegas guys are always right, and they've been, you know, kind of off um, with us. But um, my this is the way I look at it, right? So we lost to Dallas by 20. And then Carolina, this past week, lost to Dallas by 8. So that means if you average those two out, we should lose by 14 to Carolina. Hmm. So that's, um, that's my theory there. That's me using my, uh, you know, college calculus. Oh, nice work. That's a, uh, that's a education put to good use right there. Mom and dad would be proud. Yeah. Very proud. Um, but yeah, no, it's a Matt Rule team. You know, uh, Matt Rule did a great job at Temple, and then moved on to Baylor. Yeah. Did a good job resurrecting that program, and um, you know, he will he will have them all coached up, ready to go. And uh, yeah, Darnold, um, you know, he's got some jet jet heritage in him, so he's always yeah. you know, if I think if you're Drafted by the Jets, you're kind of cursed the rest of your life. I, you know, Mark Sanchez comes to mind. So, um, yeah. So that's kind of my uh, two cents on the game. All right. Um, I got nothing else. I'm just looking forward to a game. But hopefully we can uh, balance out those uh, run-pass numbers and not uh, just throw the ball around like it's a schoolyard. Right. Like Sammy Ball, yeah, yeah. Well, I I, I did my best to kill Sam, slaying Sammy Ball from the. the uh, I can tell it's right the tip of your tongue. I know, I know. Um, um I think we. Uh, oh no, the the calling board just went down. We had forty seven people on on a call on a uh, waiting to call in, and it just went down. So, sorry, everyone. We're gonna have to dump the calling board. We're gonna have to try again next week. I can't believe we had forty seven people out to me. Um, so unfortunately, uh, yeah, the calling board crashed. So maybe next week, so let's kick it to our next uh, segment, uh, Eagles life. Um, I just wanted to kind of tell this one story, Rick, you were there. Uh, it was a great day for us and everyone in the family. We got together, got some really good tickets, uh, to a great game. You know, we're getting excited with Eagles just kind of coming off a, uh, a, a Super Bowl win. I think it was uh, what the second game, second home game of that year, and this was actually against Carolina. I think coincidentally. Yes. Um, I think it's know. a little bit later in the year because it was a little chilly. Yes, it was chilly. Uh, got the fam together, cousins. Um, 
uh, your son was there. Uh, our other brother, who again couldn't make it uh, today, uh, because he's organizing his um, his uh, sweater vests. Um, so you know, maybe next week. Anyhow, um, got there. Everyone's excited. I you know I flew in from the West Coast. Uh, my dad was you know everyone was there, and sat down. Amazing seats. Uh, thank uh, shout out to you know the person that gave us those seats. I'm sure she's probably listening to this podcast as well as uh, all her sons. Um, fueled up, ready to go, kick off. And, you know, they took the lead and they lost. And it was just kind of, a, ended up being a down. It started out as a good day. Lots of beers, lots of, you know, popcorn, lots of hot dogs. But they lost, which to me, in a nutshell, is the Eagles, you know, what it's like to be an Eagles fan. You get so psyched up for a game. And then they just burst your bubble at the end of the day. Yes. No, it is. Uh, get your hopes up. Get emotionally invested in the game. Um, yeah, that was the game October 21st, uh, 2018. They came rolling before back. This, yeah. Before COVID-19. Um, but, yeah, this is where the Eagles went up 17 nothing, and then were outscored by Carolina. 21 nothing in the fourth for a 21 17 win. Not good. Good old Cam Newton rallied uh, rallied yeah. them to the win. So, uh, what team is he on now? Uh, he is oh, not on a team. Not, no. Yes. yes. Uh, that was the game. Carson Wentz went 30 for 37. Oh, wow. Good one. Yeah. I didn't, I had forgot about that. Anyway, that that was just kind of one thing that popped up in my head this week is as far as, you know, getting psyched for an Eagles game and just that feeling of just disappointment. But you, we keep coming back for more. So, Yes, uh, my Eagles story for the week has to do with this past weekend in that we were uh, – my father and I and my our mother – were on the West Coast for a wedding, and we were lucky enough that it was being it was the CBS early game, and we could watch it. And we were watching it, and halfway through the first half, we get a call from our older brother. Was there something wrong with his sweater vests? <laughs> no, but he should know when the Eagles play and don't call during the game. Yeah. So that is our older brother, not an Eagles fan, except when they win the Super Bowl. And then he posts a picture on Instagram that he's a big Eagles fan. Um, but yes. So um, my word to the wise, if you have Eagles fans in your family, do not call during the Eagles game. That's like mortal sin number one. Yeah, please. Yes. please. Okay, I'll get off my soapbox. Leave us, leave, yeah, leave us alone. Just for three hours a week. That's all we ask. That's all we ask. That's all we ask. All right. Uh, final thoughts for the week. Rick, do you want to go first? Yeah. So I have two. You know, we always like to give you a little family flavor here. Um, and uh, I have two little things today. I was out and about. Um, this is, you know, a little insight into, into our life here besides our um, podcast. I was out. I, there's a hospital here in the Philadelphia area, not the one that John and I were born um, in, uh, where John and I were born, but there's a hospital here 
called Riddle Hospital. Now, I hadn't thought about this before, but John, if you had to go to the hospital, would you want to go to a hospital called Riddle Hospital? I think I would want to go to a hospital named Solution Hospital, not Riddle Hospital. Um, so that I would ask the ambulance driver to keep driving. <laughs> exactly. I don't think I want to go to here's twenty bucks. Yeah, here's twenty bucks. Keep going. I'm sure my insurance will cover the rest. Yes. Um, so that's my one point. My other point, uh, one of my final thoughts is uh, we alluded to this la- last week. Maybe I should expand on it a little more. I have a uh, thing called anosmia where I am unable to smell. Um, it's spelled A-N-O-S-M-I-A. And it's almost kind of like a nose missing in action. Um, so, John, I don't think I told you this, but uh, your mother and I and your father and I were at a restaurant this past weekend out on the West Coast, and the server came to serve our food to us and had to extend his arm to give our mother uh, the the plate. And as soon as he pulled the plate back, Mom put her hand over her nose and mouth. And then as he walked away... (laughs) As he walked away, she said, oh, 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 and started, you know, waving her her hand in front of her nose. Um, and I said, what's the matter? Is there something? Does the food smell? And she said, no, that guy had terrible B.O. <laughs> I had I had no idea. I didn't smell a thing because my nose doesn't uh, work. Thank, but that's a thank little. God for, um, yeah, thank uh, God for Amia Noza or whatever you have. A nosemia. A nosemia. Um, so that is man the fail. yes uh, fan mail man fail. Um, yeah, man so fail. that is uh, uh, the one family story I would share uh, from this past weekend. John, any uh, final thoughts? My final thought. My final thought for the week is during uh, weeks where the Eagles lose. Thank you that I'm on the West Coast. Thankfully, I'm on the West Coast where. The game ends at one o'clock and I can go out and just go get a palate cleanser, whether it's a, a visit to Home Depot or, you know, going to probably my favorite store um, uh, with my wife, Home Goods. Love, the, love those visits to Home Goods with her. Oh, it warms the heart. I just think about Wait. going there and all the quality popcorn and statues and uh, poorly assembled furniture. It's, it's just a, it's a treat that uh, I enjoy. It's the gift that keeps giving. So yeah, that, that's well, my, my, I, my thought is I, I'm, I'm thankful for being on the West coast and being an Eagles fan. So just in case uh, the Eagles do lose, I have an opportunity to turn that day around. We had a uh, Sunday wedding. So after the game, we went to the wedding on the West coast and after the wedding, mom and dad, or during the wedding, mom and dad had a couple pinos. And then, uh, I don't know which, which was worse, the Eagles lost or watching your parents dance. Our parents are 79 and 83, and they were dancing to Uptown Funk. Well, let's just put it this way. I did not turn off the Eagles game, but I did not finish watching that video. So that should tell you something. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, but if they were to ever dance to a song, it would be Uptown Funk because they are um, t- Uptown people. 
Oh, man, are they funky? Hopefully you folks someday get to meet our parents. They are funky, fresh people. I, we, um, I will also I will also say that last week, Dad tried to call in uh, during the podcast, yeah, and he was unsuccessful. He called, yeah, he called my phone, is what he did. <laughs> he called, uh, but it's actually a butt dial. Yeah, but uh, yeah, a butt dial. <laughs> um, I think that's it for this week. Uh, Rick, anything else before we sign off? Uh, no. Nothing from here, but it's always uh, go Eagles and um, fly and they should have a big crowd down there. A lot of Eagles fans going down to Carolina. Yeah, I think uh, JP will be one of them. Uh, JP, good luck. Uh, Give us all the, uh, uh, you know, good vibes and keep cheering and wear that green. Um, Just a reminder, we're on here every Wednesday, 530 PT, 830 ET. Come listen. You can catch us. Uh, the recording gets posted a couple of, you know, an hour or so after. So uh, catch the recording afterwards. Other than that, that's it for us. Uh, say good night, Rick. Good night, Rick. Good night, John.